Hello and welcome to Zenat's Inspirational Tips to Wellness. Now this year has been one hell of a year, 2020. Well, actually starting from 2019, sort of November, December time, all the way through to December 2020, where we are now slowly moving into a new year, 2021. You know, we've had this global coronavirus pandemic that has just completely shifted and changed people's lives. For some, it may be a good thing, but overall, there has been lots of uh, adjustments that people have had to make. And for lots of people to relook at their own lives, the, the way they do business, the way they live their life, just the whole thing. Now, many have found ways to move forward, whereas many are still struggling, you know, almost a year later. We all have different strengths, mindset and resilience skills within us that can either help us to move forward or can hinder us. Now, as we move into a new year, 2021, I would like to share some insights on resilience uh, you know, I want to share a resilience plan with you, but also to really understand the characteristics. Now, I, I know this year, lots of people would have had to really build new resilience, look at how resilient they are, um, with many people struggling. Now, I shared a similar um, sort of tips and tools and insights at the beginning of the pandemic. But I think now that it's a real great time to share this again and to really take on board, you know, what is our goals? What's our vision for 2021? And what have you learned from the past of these, you know, all these experiences that we've had? And also to look deep inside in terms of resilience, you know, what resilience have you had or haven't had and would like to develop? So I'm going to share a resilience plan, okay, that will be useful for you to use now and for the unforeseen future, okay? So it's a great tool to evaluate and reflect so that you can make those positive changes. The key here is to remember that we all have different levels of resilience, but the great thing is that we can all build and create better resilience, resilience that will serve us positively. So mental health is far more than just the mere absence of illnesses and disorders. Okay, there's so much behind it. And, you know, there are a number of dimensions when it comes to positive mental health. And one of them is resilience. It's your mindset, it's your mental state and your well-being. Now, how do people overcome life, uh, you know, challenging life events and experiences such as death or of a loved one, losing their jobs, uh, becoming redundant, uh, being diagnosed with a serious illness? You know, there's lots of life challenging events that happen to us. Now, before I share, an exercise with you in how to go about building resilience. I just want to talk about briefly, you know, what is it exactly? Now, most people react 
to such circumstances with a surge of negative effect and a sense of uneasiness. Yet over time, they somehow adjust and they adapt. People are able to bounce back from adversity, trauma, tragedy, threats, or significant sources of stress because of their inherent resilience. This is the process of capacity for or outcome of successful adaptation despite challenging circumstances. Now, according to Abiola and Udofia, resilience is associated with inner strength, competence, optimism, flexibility and the ability to cope effectively when faced with adversity and mis minimizing the impact of risk factors so such as uh, stressful life events and enhancing the protective factors such as optimism social support and active coping that increases people's ability to deal with life's challenge uh, or changes or challenges now, resilience is not a trait that people either have or do not have. It involves behaviours, thoughts and actions that can be learned and developed in anyone. So I just want you to take a moment to think about where are you in terms of your resilience? How, you know, have you... Um, experience, which I'm sure you have, some challenges in your life? And how have you overcome them? Because it's by reflecting on these that we are able to build stronger and more empowering resilience within us. Now, one way to develop resilience is to draw, as I said, on one's learning from similar challenging um, events, things that have happened to you in the past. To remember what you know you already know but may have just forgotten what was it exactly that enabled you as a person to get through a period of that challenge so whether it was an illness a divorce or a lot you know a, a loss of your job just have take some time maybe pause the podcast and have a think about that make some notes on it You know, thinking about it is what supports us in terms of, you know, what you call them. So what, you know, think about what strategies you use then. What sagacities did, you know, you hold on to? And what solutions did you find? These resilience resources, um, are there to help you unpack your personal resource of resilience, okay? And by doing so, this will give you a framework to bring out what specifically works for you. Now, this tool, the Resilience Plan, is there to um, give you the ability to cope with whatever life throws at you so that you can bounce back stronger and more steadfast than before. Resilient people work through life challenges using personal resources, including social support, coping strategies, which is the wisdom and insight that we hold on to, and of course, solution seeking.
What is important to remember that resilience is also about ensuring that you ensure that your mental health and well-being is at the top of that pyramid. Being resilient doesn't mean that you keep going through the going through the same thing again and again, which then causes a detriment to your mental health and well-being. Resilient is about finding alternative solutions, paths, directions, and resources to help one move forward. And that may also include asking for help. Now, the exercise that I'm going to share with you will draw on your resilience resources to help you build that personal plan that you need, which you can then um, use to help you combat any future challenges at any time. So there are three parts to this exercise. So grab a piece of paper and pen if you can. If not, um, listen back to this podcast in your own time, in your own space where you can start to make notes. So step one of part one, okay? So the first part is my past sources of resilience. So step one is recall a recent example of your resilience. So I want you to think about a time recently when you overcame a challenge or a setback in your life. Perhaps you injured yourself or you received some negative feedback or you had an argument with a friend or a family member. And I want you to describe this briefly by making notes of it. Then step two is to identify the supportive people. So what supportive people in your life kept you standing when it would have been easier for you to just give up and fall down? So for instance, uh, did you call upon uh, a, you know, an old friend, a special friend, your best friend, or ask um, somebody superior to you for some advice, like a mentor or a coach? Or perhaps you spoke to your parents or grandparents and discussed it with them. Again, write down who you called on for the support and why. So the third step to this is identifying strategies. So what strategies did you use to help you um, cope with any of the negative thoughts and feelings that showed up in response to the difficulty? For example, did you carry out some mindfulness like um, gratitude journal? Did you meditate, go for a walk, listen to your favorite piece of music? Um, did you go for a massage? You know, anything like that. So what strategies or tools did you use? And again, make a note of these tools and strategies. Step four, sagacity, identifying it. So what sagacity helped you bounce back from this difficulty? Because sagacity is the wisdom and insight that you hold on to. So it comes from song lyrics, or it can come from, sorry, song lyrics, um, novels, um, quotes, spiritual writing, um, something that your parents might have said to your great-grandparents, or even your own learning experience. So write down the sagacity, wisdom, insights as well. So you've got different sections for each of these steps. The last step, number five in part one, is identify solution-seeking behaviours. What solution-seeking behaviours did you display to help you actively deal with the problem? 
So examples of this would be, um, did, you uh, did you problem solve or seek out new information? Did you plan ahead or negotiate or even speak up and voice your opinion? Or again, asking others for help. Again, write down the solution seeking behaviors that you displayed. So you can then start to look at all the different resources that you have available to you. So part two is about your resilience plan, where you describe a current difficulty and or the challenge that you are facing. So it's what's the difficulty or the challenge that you're facing right now. So this will be your step six in part two. And then step seven in part two, apply the resilience plan to the current difficulty. So looking at part one, you take that and you apply it to the current difficulty. So given the social support strategies and scarcity and the solution seeking behaviors that helped you last time, let's look at how you could use the same or similar resources to help you bounce back from this current difficulty that you are facing. So you're starting to identify in the previous steps. And write down the skills and supports, again, that could work for you. So repeat those and say, oh, I'm going to take this and make a note. Use post-it notes, highlighters, whatever inspires you and brings out that moment of aha. Oh, wow. Okay, this is what I can use. So it's becoming more evident. One thing I want you to be aware of here is allow some flexibility in the sense that the same type of social support strategy, sagacity, solution-seeking behaviours could be tweaked according to your current situations or the challenge. For instance, going to your manager rather than a parent for a support if it's work-related. So think about how you can alter things because that will help the growth of your resilience. Now, step eight is about carrying out your resilience plan. So the next step is to put the resilience plan into action. There's no point just doing all this pre-work if you're not going to take action upon it. So to do this, consider the order in which to use your different support strategies and um, support systems, sagacity and solution-seeking behaviors you know, which resource is going to be most feasible for you to start with. Most often, the fe feasible resource is the smaller step that you can make, such as just calling upon someone. On your resilience plan, I want you to place a number one next to the first resource you will use, then a number two, number three, and so on. So then you've got your priorities of which resources you're going to use first to help you move through that resilience plan in order for you to overcome the, the difficulty or the challenge. Once you have come through the um, on the other side, you then move on to the next step. Finally, part three is about evaluating and reflecting.
And this is fundamental. Evaluate your resilience plan. And if you have a mentor or a coach, you can discuss it with them or you know, a trusted colleague or a friend, or even just by yourself, I want you to reflect on these following questions. How was it for you to carry out your resilience plan? Did it help you to bounce back from this challenge? What resources, specific skills, support, etc., strategies were most helpful to you and why? What resources, again, specific skills, support and strategies were least helpful to you? and why? Did you not use any of the resources that you had there? And if so, why didn't you? So what's your reason behind all of these? So always ask your question the why. Is there anything you would like to add to your resilience plan that you didn't do? And finally, in what other ways of your life could you use your resilience plan? How might things improve for you? So before I go on, um, if you found this resilience exercise, I would love you to share my podcast, like, comment, um, visit my YouTube channel, look at some recent videos that I've done around this and lots of other self-help tools and development. And if you're looking to go further and in more depth and work on aspects of your resilience or any part of your personal professional life, then why not book a free consultation with me at calendly.com forward slash Zenat Narani and let's have a chat. So summarizing. So the main factors, I want to talk about the main factors contributing to resilience. There are so many ways to increase resilience. Some of those include having a good support system by maintaining positive relationships and having good self-image and having a positive attitude. Other factors that contribute to your resilience or growth of resilience is things such as having the capacity to make a realistic plan, being able to carry out those plans, being committed, dedicated, authentic, being able to effectively manage your feelings and impulses in a healthy manner, having great communication skills and listening skills, having confidence in your strength and abilities, knowing your self-worth and value that you bring, and having good problem-solving skills. Now, developing resiliency can help you maintain caring relationships with others and help you maintain a positive and easygoing disposition. It can also help you develop good coping skills and improve your cognitive thinking skills. Those who develop resilience tend to cope much better with life than those who aren't resilient and they are even much happier. Some people are more resilient than others without a doubt okay however you can work to enhance your level of resilience you can learn how to bounce back from adversity in a healthier manner in the end resilience is a skill that can be cultivated and nurtured so i know many people kind of think about resilience as a skill or a character strength. Now, 
those who are more resilient have learned to move past obstacles and challenges in a healthy way. Resilient people learn and know how to weather the storms of life that come along. They have also learned how to set themselves back on an even ground after a stressful or challenging event. So know that your level of resilience determines how quickly you can get back up when the air gets onto you and knocks you down. You know, it, and when it does, how does it help you push through life circumstances and meet those challenges ahead? Now, I want to briefly share before I end this podcast about, um, you know, training yourself. Another way to um, build resilience is to think about some of these areas as well. And it's about recognizing your signs of stress. So this is going back to your mental health and well-being. So recognize your signs of stress. So where do you feel the stress in your body? Uh, What are some of the bad habits you engage in when you're feeling stress? Two, focus on building physical hardiness. What kind of small changes can you invest in to improve your health? Whether that's better sleep, nutrition, hydration, exercise, etc. You know, list one small change that you can make right now and take action on it. So another thing to consider is strengthen the relaxation response. So calm your body, calm your mind. So list some activities that you could do to help you relax. And again, also try out new relaxation skills. If you haven't done mindfulness before or a meditation app, try this. There's so much out there that you can explore and try. So find what works for you. And again, take one and try it out. And what I want to say is the idea here is to try it out for at least 30 days because it takes us about 30 days for our behaviors to reform new patterns and for that mindset to kind of fit in. So carrying on, the other thing as I want you to look at is um, try and identify your strengths, which we talked about. So what are your strengths? Describe, you know, a time or think of a time when you overcame challenges in your life. You know, what did you learn from that? So really draw upon your personal strengths and draw upon an image of when you were most resilient and how you might apply that and whether that's writing down drawing pictures or even asking a friend to remind you then do so next one is increase your positive emotions on daily basis so identifying sources of humor and joy and happiness express gratitude um whether that's you know you visit a person if that's possible Uh, writing a letter, listing your achievements and accomplishments because that builds resilience and that is great for your mental well-being. Next, engage in meaningful activities. So notice what has happened in your day that was meaningful. What kind of activities did you find meaningful? Identify them and put them down and create this flow of enjoyable things that you do that can, you know, 
that when you can look back on if you start to lose track of time or you fall off track or you need that extra motivation. Counter unhelpful thinking. Now this is a good one. So write down what you are thinking about when you get stressed and then ask yourself the question, what is the worst that can happen and could I survive it? What is the best thing that could happen? What could I tell a friend in a similar situation? So whatever is happening, ask yourself that question like you would ask a friend. So put it back on yourself. So tackle your negative thinking, your unhelpful thoughts. If you can't stop thinking about something, write about it a couple of times over a period of time for 15 minutes. Notice how your story changes or your perspective becomes clearer each time because guaranteed that will happen. If you are being hard on yourself, practice self-compassion, self-love, self-care and learn to be kind to yourself. Give yourself a mental break and pat yourself on the back for the things that you are doing great at. Remember people that have inspired you, a coach, a mentor, a, a hero, a, a film, you know, somebody in a film that has inspired you, a poet, a writer, anyone that has encouraged you when you doubted yourself. It could even be a teacher that you had in the past. Create Finally, a caring community. Connect with friends and family on a regular basis. Identify the, you know, your sources of support at home, at work, in the community. And of course, practice good communication and listening skills and conflict resolution skills. Because all of these will help you to tackle, build, and create a stronger resilience. And each time you'll draw upon different aspects of your life. Now I hope that this podcast has really and truly inspired you to go away and think about your resilience. How resilient are you? How resilient do you want to be? What are the challenges you are currently facing? And how are you going to go about overcoming them? Because I believe that anyone can overcome obstacles and challenges if you truly want to and that you step forward and brave yourself and take that risk, break through the fear to become more resilient. Because as I said before, everybody's resilience is different. We all have different levels of resilience and we all need to find our own ability but ensuring at the top of the pyramid that you look after your mental health and well-being. Thank you for listening to Zenat's inspirational tips to wellness.